Thanks for tuning in to the New Channel Sports Podcast. It is greatly appreciated. The topics of discussion, I am going to dive into Major League Baseball. Yes, I said it, Major League Baseball. And I'm going to tell you why I do not care about it. I'm also going to talk about the Philadelphia 76ers and James Harden. Does James Harden need to win an NBA title? I think James Harden has to win a title. If he does not win a NBA championship, I think he will be somewhat of a forgotten player. Regardless of all the accomplishments that he's had, I think now it's come to the point to where he's done so much and got himself out of two situations, right? He forced his way out of Houston. He forced his way out of Brooklyn. Now he's in Philadelphia, which he says was his first choice anyway, that that's where he wanted to be. He wanted to be with the Philadelphia 76ers. So James Harden, if this is a team that you want to be with, and you're so excited to be with the Philadelphia 76ers, you have to prove that you can lead this team, not only to the finals, but win a championship. Because this is where you want to be. You're tuned into the new channel sports podcast. The ultimate sports talk podcast. This is a new channel sports podcast. My name is O.N.U., the one and only. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, please do not hesitate to subscribe. You can do it on any major podcast platform available. You can also check us out on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L sports. You can also check us out on Afro Fives TV. That's where we have the new channel sports show. Download that Roku app so you can see your wonderful faces there. Give us a follow on Instagram. Give us a follow on Twitter. Check us out on all the platforms. We're also on YouTube. Haven't really done a lot there lately, but we're going to get some stuff back in the works there. Like I said, my name is O.N.E., the one and only. I am going to be your host this morning, this evening, this night, whatever time of day it is that you're listening. I'm actually rocking this podcast solo today. I'm going to try and do it all by myself. I don't have the phenomenal one, Chris, here with me today. I don't have Big Low here with me today. I don't have Trey Day here with me today. They're out all doing their own thing. They're very, very busy individuals. So I'm going to try to rock it solo. So I'm very, very happy that you're here to join me. You could be anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me today. So let's rock it out. Let's start off the podcast with a brand new segment. The New Channel Sports Podcast presents Did You Know? So what this segment is all about is I'm going to give you a particular stat or, you know, something interesting in the sports world that you may not have known. So on this segment of Did You Know? There have only been two men in NBA history that have won the Sixth Man of the Year Award and the NBA MVP Award. You might have an idea of who one of those NBA players are, but I think you might have trouble thinking about who the other one is. I'll give you a clue. The other one won the MVP in 1977-1978 season with the Portland Trailblazers. He averaged about 
19 points a game, 13 rebounds. He had about 2.5 blocks per game, and he helped the Blazers win an NBA championship that season. He also won the Sixth Man of the Year award in 1985-1986 season while playing with the Boston Celtics. Okay, this man is Bill Walton. Bill Walton was a very, very great center in the NBA. He was one of the only two men to win an NBA MVP and an NBA Sixth Man of the Year award. Now, that other individual that I'm naming, you probably already know who that is, right? He won the NBA MVP back with the Houston Rockets, leading the league in scoring with 30 points, had about nine assists, five rebounds. He was a former third overall pick in the NBA. He won that MVP in the 2017-2018 season with the Houston Rockets. Now, his stint with the Oklahoma City Thunder is where he won the sixth man of the year. He actually helped the Thunder go to the finals. They would eventually lose to the Miami Heat. That was back in 2011-2012, where he helped Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant get to the finals. They would eventually lose in five games to the Miami Heat. They won that first game. And I thought that, oh boy, this is going to be the start of a, a dynasty. But the Heat would come back and win the four straight games, win that championship. The man I'm talking about is James Harden. So the only two men in NBA history to win league MVP and the sixth man of the year award would be James Harden and Bill Walton. I think back in 2020, 2021, or maybe a year or so ago, Derrick Rose had the opportunity to win sixth man of the year. He would have been that third individual if he would have won because you know he won MVP when he was the Chicago Bulls and he had the opportunity to do that also back in I think the 2020 season but he was able to do it so the only two men to do it would be Bill Walton and James Harden so that's the first time that we ever had that segment so it was a, a little treat for you guys and gals listening for the Did You Know now speaking of James Harden let me get into the meat of this episode today because I want to talk about the Philadelphia 76ers and the recent trade of James Harden to Philadelphia. He joins Joel Embiid. I've heard people call them the next Kobe and Shaq. I don't know about that. I really, I really don't. But now they're grouped together. And I just want to tell you, if you are, if you're on this bandwagon right now, if you're riding this wave that is the Philadelphia 76ers, I want you to do that with caution. I'm not going to let James Harden fool me. I'm not going to let this Philadelphia 76er team fool me. Because there are a lot of red flags and there are a lot of things that we've seen here before. It is the same movie that we've seen before, but will it have a different ending? I'm not going to be fooled by it. Let's talk about a couple individuals first before we get to James Harden. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is a phenomenal coach. He won a championship when he was coaching the Celtics back in the day. They had Ray Allen. They had Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray John Rondo. They won that championship. But since then, Doc Rivers has not been able to get back to the promised land. And there have been a, a lot of questions around whether or not he can do it again. I, I don't remember the stat, but I think he's the only coach 
in NBA history to blow three different 3-1 leads in the playoffs. So that's something that I got to keep in mind there. As good as they're doing right now with this trade acquisition, the real test doesn't start for this team until the playoffs start. We can't really take any of this at face value. We just can't. We have to wait for the playoffs to start before we really start to see what this team is made of. Now, Doc Rivers, he's the coach. He has a lot to prove. And like I said, I've seen this before. Now, let's go to the second phase. Let's go to Joel Embiid. Now, to Joel Embiid's defense, he has played exceptionally well in the regular season. He has been an MVP candidate for the past couple of seasons, and he's also played pretty well in the playoffs. It's not his fault that Ben Simmons did not want to play with him anymore. It's not his fault. But now he has to prove that he can win with a so-called elite player. And that's what he has in James Harden. Whether you like him or not, James Harden is an elite player. And that's who he's teamed up with now. This team, all of a sudden, everybody's calling the best team in the East. Which, you know, hey, I'm not going to argue that. It's a regular season. But like I said, the real test comes for this Philadelphia 76er team once the playoffs start. Now let's talk about James Harden because he's the core of all this. He is the main cog in all this. We have definitely seen this movie from James Harden before. When he was with the Rockets. And at the end of that tenure, he did not want to be a Rocket anymore. So he turned into one of the worst teammates (laughs) in the history of basketball. That's funny because he calls himself one of the best teammates ever in the NBA. But during the end of that season, his teammates described his behavior as disrespectful. All right. And then after he got traded and he went to the Brooklyn Nets, he called himself an elite teammate, an elite leader. That was upon his first arrival. In Brooklyn, you have to understand James Harden has played alongside uh, Dwight Howard. And after that, that relationship didn't go so well. He's played alongside Chris Paul. Afterwards, that relationship didn't go so well either. He's played with Russell Westbrook, someone that I mentioned earlier that he played with at OKC. That relationship didn't last at all either. And then he goes to Brooklyn and he's playing with Kevin Durant. I... For the life of me, I can't understand how you cannot mesh with Kevin Durant. Now, when this super team was initially formed with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden, I was excited. The reason why I was so excited is because I thought to myself, oh, yes, this is going to be must-see TV, and I cannot wait to see the demise of this team. I didn't think it would happen so quickly, but it happened. James Harden won it out, and we saw it again. He did whatever it took to get himself out of Brooklyn so he can get what he wanted. He reported out of shape coming into training camp. He had feuds with his teammates. And then you, you saw the result of that with Kevin Durant at the All-Star. Um, I guess it was the, the, the draft. Dur- Durant was there with LeBron James on the set of TNT. And it came down to James Harden and Rudy Gobert. And he decided to pick Rudy Gobert. He had had enough of James Harden. He did not even want to play with James Harden on an all-star team. You know, we already know how petty 
Kevin Durant can be. We've seen his fuse with Russell Westbrook. We've seen his feud with with the the actor guy. I can't remember his name right now. His name just it it it, it, it eludes me right now. But we've seen all his little petty twi- Twitter wars with just random people. We understand that. But we also know what James Harden is about. We have seen how he is almost aloof to what is going on around him and what the players are doing around him. So I, I'm warning you right now, if you're on this bandwagon for the Philadelphia 76ers, you need to just slow it down a little bit. This is just a regular season. We have to see what James Harden is able to do in the playoffs with Joel Embiid. Okay? And even if for some miraculous reason, they're able to make a run in the playoffs and get deep into the playoffs and maybe even reach the finals. Can they sustain that in the next following years? Because for me personally, this, this is just what I think. I think James Harden has to win a title. If he does not win a NBA championship, I think he will be somewhat of a forgotten player. Regardless of all the accomplishments that he's had, I think now it's come to the point to where he's done so much and got himself out of two situations, right? He forced his way out of Houston. He forced his way out of Brooklyn. Now he's in Philadelphia, which he says was his first choice anyway, that that's where he wanted to be. He wanted to be with the Philadelphia 76ers. So James Harden, if this is a team that you want to be with and you're so excited to be with the Philadelphia 76ers, you have to prove that you can lead this team not only to the finals, but win a championship. Because this is where you want to be. I know by now everybody has seen the picture of him with his hands raised up in, in pure joy and just pure excitement standing next to Joel Embiid. Because right now, like I said, we've I've seen this movie before. Even when he left Houston and he went to Brooklyn, it just seemed, okay, now I can play basketball. He was playing a high level again. His final games in Houston, he was playing like crap. I think he averaged 20 points in his last, less than 20 points in his last four games. The worst stretch he's ever had as an NBA player. Then when he went to Brooklyn, all of a sudden, he wanted to start playing well again. Then during the end of his tenure, oh, he's not playing so well. Now that he's in Philadelphia, the place where you want to be, he's playing lights out. Everybody is crowning Philadelphia the best team in the East. Once again, I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, just just hold off a little bit on this. Just hold. Let's just see what happens in the playoffs. Let's see how well James Harden, Joel Embiid and Doc Rivers can do in the playoffs before we just say anything. OK, because this this movie, I've seen it before. I've definitely seen it before, so. Let's just hold off and let's see what happens from then on out with the Philadelphia 76ers. Now we're going to come to my next topic of discussion. I'm going to go ahead and talk about something I very rarely talk about on this podcast. If if you listen, I'm going to talk about Major League Baseball. Why don't I talk about Major League Baseball? Because I don't care for Major League Baseball. Of all the sports in this world, I probably care the least about Major League 
baseball. If you gave me a choice right now of watching exhibition game between the Houston Dynamo and the L.A. Galaxy or to watch a regular season baseball game, I'm going to watch the exhibition game between the Houston Dynamo and the L.A. Galaxy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I just can't do baseball. Baseball, as, as far as I'm concerned, they are doing everything in their power to lose any of the fans that they have right now. MLB just now canceled their games. There, there will be a lockout delay. Okay. There will not be an opening day for Major League Baseball. And do like I said, I don't care. The only reason I give a rip about baseball is because I live in Houston and I am an Astro fan. I love me some Houston Astros. And when the playoffs start and the Astros are playing, I'm tuning in. I am. It's very exciting. But as far as rooting for any other team or just watching baseball, just to watch baseball for the, the hell of it, that that's not going to happen. OK, it's just it's just not going to happen. And I, I really don't understand what baseball is doing right now. Um, Rob Manfred is is the worst commissioner in the history of any sport. I'm just going to put that out there right now. As much as I don't like baseball, like I said, they're not doing too much to really gain my attention or to make me a fan. They don't know how to market their players. They don't know how to market their sport. This, this is an embarrassment to me. It, it it really is. The last time I was really into baseball like that, I was watching Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire in the home run race. I was entrenched in that. I wanted to see what happened from game to game. I wanted to see who was going to win that home run race. And, and when that home run race first started in 1998, it was actually a three-player race. Ken Griffey Jr. was involved in that. He, he kind of fell off the wayside because he wasn't using steroids. He was doing it all natural. And because he wasn't using steroids, he was able to keep up with Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. So eventually we all found out why. Oh, because you were all natural. So kudos to you, Ken Griffey Jr. I always like to give my kudos to, to Ken Griffey Jr., the natural, because he, for the most part, not for the most part, he was clean. Okay, and he was still able to hit home runs at an astounding rate. But anyway, that was the last time I watched baseball. And I've always been an Astros fan. I've watched the Astros since way back in the day when they had uh, Jeff Bagwell and, and Biggio and Caminetti and all them. The killer bees back when the Atlanta Braves were in the same division with the Houston Astros. But since then, it's just baseball doesn't do it for me. Baseball is one of the most boringest sports that I, I, I can name. And I'm just sorry. This whole thing that's going on with the lockout and them looking like they, they may not have a season and, and the players and, and the commissioner kind of going back and forth about what they want to do is, is, like I said, it's an embarrassment. You know, even if they're able to get everything straightened out and there's a season, They've done some damage. This is what happened in their last strike way back when. They lost so many fans, and that was probably at the height of baseball. Baseball was at its height, and they couldn't come to an agreement. So they had to have a strike. 
They're, they're, they're losing fans right now. Like I said, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Major League Baseball. I don't care. But if you are a fan of Major League Baseball, this has to hurt because you want to watch your sport. If the NFL went on strike right now, I'll be dying. I'll be dying so bad. I look forward to watching some football every Sunday or every Monday night or every Thursday night. I look forward to it. NFL is king. You understand me? But even if they did have some kind of lockout or some kind of shortened season, the fans will be back eventually because that is just the sport of football. Football is king. Even with the NBA, they know how to market their players. Okay. The NBA has the biggest names in all the sports. The NBA is run by the players. It is a player driven league and the NBA does whatever they can to make sure that they endorse their players. Major League Baseball doesn't do that. I know who Carlos Correa is because I'm in Houston. I know who Jose Altuve is because I'm in Houston. And I know a couple other names here and there just because I'm a sports head in general. But the regular Blow Joe does not know a lot of baseball players. Besides for the ones that might be in their city. If that, you have to be a diehard baseball fan to really know the names of the players on baseball teams. Baseball is doing a terrible, horrible job in marketing their, their sport, promoting their sport, and, and they're going to pay big time for it. Especially if this, if this little lockout or strike or whatever continues to go on and on, they're going to be in some big, big trouble. I, I I could care less about baseball. And now with all this going on, I might just really not care, not give a rip whatsoever. And, and that's just going to be a sad, sad situation. But anyway, I just had to rock this podcast solo today because I need to get those those issues off my chest. My name is Oeni. If this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, please, please subscribe. Do it on any major podcast platform available. Check us out on YouTube. Check out the new channel sports show on Afro Vibes TV. Download that Roku app. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, you be safe. And I hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.